This is Conan Yusan from the internet, and you're listening to None of the Above. Broadcasting from an underground studio in Louisville, Kentucky, where eardrums go to die. You're listening to None of the Above. Streaming live on Radio Nope at radionope.com. To call into the show, dial 1-502-416-1778. Skype name, None of the Above Podcast, KY. And now, party on, dudes! Hey everybody, welcome to None of the Above on Radio Nope. We're back. It's been a while since we've uh, graced the airwaves with our manly presence. It's me, the man dude. The name of the show, again, you got it. None of the Above. Live internet radio show slash podcast. Available on the iTunes. Now there is two None of the Aboves on iTunes right now. Don't be confused. Go to the one that is uh, frequently updated, not the one that stopped like 10 episodes ago. We have streamlined our podcasting process, making it easier for everybody, and uh, check it out. Now, I sent a new logo into iTunes about three weeks ago, and it takes about (laughs) six weeks. So we're only nine weeks away from it being on the fucking iTunes? Oh, my God. So when you see the new logo, it'll hopefully be up there. It's red, white, and blue, of course, because it's us. For Russia. And that is the new one. I I guess I need, Conan tells me I need to send iTunes a letter to get the old, um, uh, the old uh, show off of there. To not confuse the people anymore. So like an actual letter, we, we need to pencil and paper, <laughs> take a crayon to a circle of paper, and <laughs> send it all the way to iTunes headquarters. Yes, cool. Which I don't. Wait, know. so do people have access to the like ten shows we've posted in the last month? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just on all the episodes are up there. Every single one. It's just one is has like the last episode that we did. Uh huh. And and then everything. And then the other one stopped like fifteen episodes. Oh, ago. so there's just yeah. like two mm-hmm. up there. Right. Yeah. There's just two up there. That's but annoying. I will pen a. Uh, a letter to iTunes. Crayon. Crayon. Dear iTunes, <laughs> please remove my other show that is not updated anymore. We have a brand new streamlined show, and we'd like to use that to, to not confuse our listeners. P.S. Stop sending me videos of you two. <laughs> of you two? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, bros, no one's into you two. <laughs> and if you could please fix... Or just revert back to the old iTunes. For the love of God, it's fucking with the show, and I can't stand it. I clench my teeth so hard every time, every episode, trying to put a playlist together. It's the simplest task, and it takes me goddamn an hour to get all the music figured out on there, and it drives me berserk. I can't remember the it's, last time it was I so simple. iTunes. It was so simple, and now it's so convoluted. I hate it. Try just using Winamp, you know what I mean? Just take it all Winamp. the way back to 2002. <laughs> Get your, your like Radiohead uh, bear, you know the Radiohead bear skin on your Winamp? That or my uh, my anime girls, anime school girls uh, uh, like skin. Fiona Fiona Apple <laughs> leaning back over a hot tub from the criminal video. Sure, sure. I was more of a Poe boy, as we know. 
A Poe boy. You do love a Poe boy. <laughs> I think Poe is. Who doesn't love a Poe boy? Seriously. <laughs> hey, you might recognize these voices. That's Bobby Cool Drinks. Here I am. And uh, Kyle, like apparently. Uh-huh. Kyle apparently. Kyle apparently. Kyle apparently Brock. I'm here. And Tony Ash returning yep. in studio. Yeah, rotating cast member. <laughs> Tony Ash. Give the Kelly Bundy uh, applause. Crowning achievement. <laughs> Is this actually a sample of the Kelly Bundy applause? That'd be great. No, no. It sounds like it, though. Actually, it doesn't sound like it at all. There's not enough whistling and catcalling. There's not enough catcalling. You for- can't hear the eyeballs pop out of the wolf's head. Yeah, you can. <laughs> well, not no, in that one. In that one, I bet. Yeah. I watched a little bit of uh, Married with Children today, and just like uh, two seconds of it, and still funny. Holds up, yeah. I think yeah, it's so. still good. <laughs> I just saw the one like a couple of weeks ago where Al is a security guard at like bud and kelly's school for like a mm-hmm. second job and he runs into his old high school football rival and they just like slam into each other and then just collapse because they're old <laughs> they're like i'm hurt real bad <laughs> guy's name is like spare tire or something racist the little clip i saw was like cousin bundy or whatever it was like a toe-headed oh uh, co- the cousin oliver yeah kind of like um his name was like eight or something yeah i forget what it was but they didn't they forgot the whole bundy family forgot to give him like presents so um, Peg Bundy told him to just go up in uh, Kelly and uh, Bud's, Bud's room and yeah. just take whatever they want. And then Bud says to Kelly, well, I guess uh, there goes your art pictures from Students in Chains magazine. <laughs> or <laughs> Student Girls in Chains magazine. Where's that magazine? <laughs> right? It's funny. In Chains. Out of, out of, <laughs> out of print, bro. <laughs> I've, I've seen some... Uh, like most periodicals. It's out of print. <laughs> I've definitely seen some uh, episodes of uh, Girls and Corpses. Oh, yeah. So... Oh. Mm-hmm. The kid's name was Seven. Seven. Yeah, that's what it was. Which is like on Seinfeld when George wanted to name that baby Seven after Mickey Mantle. Weird. <laughs> I was thinking it couldn't be Seven because I thought it was the Seinfeld joke. Weren't we just talking about Girls and Corpses magazine? What was that? Because we were talking about Justin Loveless who did oh, not show up right, to the latest flame right. shows. That weirdo from Madison, the, if you're listening. Notorious uh, uh, person that we stayed with on Wax Eater tour that had stacks of Girls and Corpses magazines. Along with just like eating chicken bones on dinner plates, just it, lying on the carpet. The to- toaster leavings. Is this the guy that had uh, the Mike Patton tattoo on his back? Yes. yes. Okay, ah. I, I heard all about this guy. Who was know. not at the Milwaukee Latest Flame reunion And shows. I can tell you why. Why is that? Because we are hex canceled. Oh. You remember how he was like obsessed with race banning? Yes. Well, since race banning hasn't put anything out in like seven years, mm-hmm. he has started to funnel all of that like, you know, borderline psychotic obsession with one band. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has shifted that towards we are hex who uh he also got a tattoo a we are hex tattoo that was like (laughs) a reference i didn't even get and i am a pretty big fan and good personal friends with that band i didn't even get the reference i was like what the hell and he just said it was a we are hex tattoo on the internet how did you okay did he say that he wasn't coming because of we are hex or just put two and two together i made an inference uh he didn't say anything he said i'm coming and then because he was super stoked for We Are Hex and he was, I guess, pleased that we were playing also. <laughs> and then uh, We Are Hex canceled and Dan announced that. And all of a sudden, no Justin Loveless. It's mm, a bummer. But, I don't know. Yeah, that guy's grown a pretty gnarly, gross beard since the last time we saw him. So all right. Cool. Yeah, cool. Pretty extra mm-hmm. sharp. Looking, looking fly. If he's listening, uh, we're broadcasting from Kansas City, Missouri. And please don't hurt us. <laughs> 
Uh, no, yes, we went to uh, Milwaukee this last weekend. That's why we didn't do a show last week, because I eh, wasn't up to it and didn't have anything planned, and a little bit hungover, a little bit tired. <laughs> Just a little. Just a little. <laughs> oh, tired is generous. I was, like, dead. <laughs> we drank an entire bottle of uh, Old Forester in the van ride up. Not the driver, of course. No, no. Yeah, yeah. It was funny, because we found an old... We, uh, wax eater van gets rented to the fine folks and the ladybirds that back up Wanda Jackson on tour sometimes. The queen of rock and roll. Uh-huh. And they, on occasion, have been known to rent my van from me um, for weekend trips. Mm-hmm. And they left a half-empty bottle of tequila in the back of the van. Mm-hmm. Presents, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I found, I, like, I found this thing in the back of the van. I was like, I don't want to drive all the way to Milwaukee with an open container. And so I I take it out and I put it on my porch for Kelly to find. I was like, here's some porch tequila. Cuz she thought she would think it was funny because when she still lived in Austin, they she came home from work to find her roommates just drinking a big bottle of tequila. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Ooh." She was like, "Ooh, tequila. Did you guys go buy some tequila?" And her roommate was like, "No. Somebody left it on the porch." <laughs> Somebody just put a bottle of tequila on their porch and they just drank it. Uh, and Santa Santiago, exactly <laughs> the tequila Santiago Claus, Santiago Claus. And so, uh, I I put it on the porch right by the back door, thinking she'll come home and find it. Be like somebody left it on the porch. It'll be funny. So we're thirty five minutes north of Louisville, maybe, which is at by the way eleven fifteen a.m. And I look yeah. back. I'm in the the passenger seat up front, and um, I don't even remember who was driving. It might have been. Uh, no, I was driving. You were driving for a little bit. And then I, I see in the rear view, Rob Ross and Corey Zimmerman just passing the brown back and forth. It's <laughs> like, are you guys just... <sighs> okay, fine. If uh, you can't beat them, join them. And then once Dylan took over driving, who was a champ, by yes, the way, she, yes. she was like, I'll go on all your tours with you and drive all the time. We're like, okay. Yeah, she drove yeah. literally like five hours straight after mm-hmm. I drove for an hour. Uh, it was great. And I was like, well, I guess just past the rock up here i mean if mm-hmm. i'm if, i guess we'll all go down together we made a stop at the uh, famous mars cheese castle oh kelly corrected me via text message that tequila on the porch story is from the movie practical magic not real life apparently <laughs> what uh i i forgot i thought that happened to her it, she's just telling fables now or no nope, from the movie practical magic i got confused <laughs> Because uh, her and her friend are getting tattoos of this joke. I thought it actually happened to them. Now I'm being told it's from the movie Practical Magic. What is Practical Magic? I don't know what that it is. It is a movie with women in it, and they use magic to pun it. It's like that Dixie Chicks song, Earl Must Die or whatever, only sure. instead of poisoning him, they magic. They magic him? They magic him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought from that was called The Craft. <laughs> no, that's like the teen version of Practical Magic. Oh. So what's this? The adult version? <laughs> I guess no. It's it's more. It's a comedy. Lorena okay. Bobbity. It's lighthearted. Blue. You know His what I mean. Dick magically pops off. So it's practical <laughs> magic like that. Not, they call it not practical magic. They call it <laughs> porch tequila, <laughs> and it could kill your kids. I guess Lexi's going to sleep. The uh, baby monitor's jumping here. Let's uh let's go <laughs> let's go to Skycopter Luxie <laughs> and see uh. I'm pissed. I have to go to sleep. <laughs> Kelly telling me I'm not even close on the plot of Practical Magic. <laughs> <laughs> and this is me reminding her via the airwaves. I don't care. She has wet hair. Right. Lexi has wet hair. Uh, this just in. 
Luxie has wet hair after wet hair in the, the air, bath. Baby. That's right. What her news? This is a none of the above breaking news bulletin. Oh, I juked the cable, and now it's all coming out of one ear. God damn it! You saw that Onion article? It was like, yes, I was going to reference that. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> sent it to me. I get the message. Oh, the podcaster <laughs> vows to improve sound quality next episode. Yes, <laughs> I think we sound fine. Hey, we sound the best out of any Louisville podcast. That's for goddamn sure. And we still love you. Never nervous. Yes, but we, we and, sound better than you. I don't know. And, and, and yes. Jared too. And oh J- yeah. Sorry, all of our friends we've had in the hey. studio. We're better than you, and <laughs> we're yeah. more professional. And I, I'm, I'm a professional broadcaster. I take this thing seriously. I have one <laughs> bunk uh, little adapter thing here that keeps uh, screwing up. <laughs> to be fair, but that's about it. My mic stand is also total garbage. Mine as well. There's that. <laughs> but mm. that I, doesn't that doesn't hinder the sound quality though. That's just uh, a practical. Uh, thing that we need to get over well i mean i've gotten kind of final hold of mine in my hand now anyway sure sure i think that stand was fucked up the first time i came on which was forever ago <laughs> mm-hmm. this is like my fourth time I, th- I think we have not uh gotten new stands <laughs> same stands, still clamped on still color-coded but mm-hmm. now i don't get black weird axle grease on me every time i touch it so that's right that's improvement awesome. yeah uh so we got up to milwaukee mm-hmm and uh, we went to Mars Cheese Castle. First time I've ever been. I hadn't and, been uh, either. In, in, oh, really? In all my years of traveling up there for music, I've never been either. Tell me about it because I've never been there, and I'm I've 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 heard awesome things about this. Place. I think you're about to have the opportunity. Am I right? I know. For <laughs> yeah. Three months. For I'm three sure, months. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'll make it once. <laughs> uh, it was like, from what I understand, this is like the revamped one, though. Like it used it to is. be smaller, and they've expanded and made it more actually structurally castle-like. The bar, the circle bar, seemed like the only retro thing still in there because it seemed like a bowling alley bar. It really did. Okay. Like a lot of beiges and tans and burnt oranges and, and wood paneling and and the the bartender comes right up to us. It's me, the the crew team Kentucky team for this trip was myself, man, dude. Um, Corey. Corey Zimmerman, friend friend of the show and PRF Rookie of the Year. Uh, Aaron and Dylan. Aaron and Dylan. <laughs> Rob <laughs> Ross. Rob, I'm just trying to speak slower lately. <laughs> no, you know? sure. Okay, we got R- you. Yeah, Rob Ross. All friends of the show, and we get into what, looking like our normal selves. Get We sit down at this circle bar. Bartender comes up, looks at us up and down, look around. <laughs> friendly look on his face and goes, widespread show? <laughs> yeah. Like, are you guys here? <laughs> for the widespread panic show and we were like what no we're not here for the widespread show he's like oh i don't know but you know there's a whole group in earlier that was here for the widespread show i was like did they look like us and he's like i guess now that i think about it no they did not i was like exactly. did they have he's like, like <laughs> satan is waiting patches and yeah, stuff <laughs> a bunch a bunch of tattoos of, it's like these are not jerry bears look closer dude put your glasses on <laughs> and he uh and so the dude stops in mid-sentence, walks all the way to the other end of the bar, turns around, turns back around, walks back to us, is like, all right, let's start over. What can I get you to drink? We're like, <laughs> yeah. now that's better. <laughs> all right. Uh, the he, castle was cool, though. He was the nicest guy with a goatee that I've ever uh, come across. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the castle was cool. Got that uh, new Glarus uh, spotted cow. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Have to have to get that. Got that. That is a fine sipping beer. And we all had uh, several because we were like... Guys, we all know how poorly it went when we showed up Friday for the Louisville barbecue and all got annihilated and then hated life Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. So we're definitely not going to do that this time. Also, last time we all came to Milwaukee, we outpartied everyone 
and it was kind of embarrassing. So we got guys, we got to make sure we don't do that. <laughs> so before it was even 5 p.m., we had already killed an entire for the whiskey and had three beers at a cheese castle <laughs> because we're idiots. And we did not think it through. Yes, they provide um, a cheddar cheese spread and Ritz crackers <clears throat> on the house. Nothing but the best, Clark. Awesome. Replenished, and uh, it was cool. We, you know, we just had an open tab, and then you just kind of walk around like the supermarket and stuff, and they got like cheese curds and cheese, everything. It's a goddamn cheese castle. I got a uh, like dill flavored cheese curds. I love pickle everything. And we really. Uh Really went to town on uh, buying hilarious cow-themed stuff. Mm-hmm. Aaron and Dylan got a koozie that was like, you know, spotted like a cow, like a black and white moo cow. Right. And the bottom of the koozie was little pink slits like udders. Very cute. A little One of those little cow creamery things. Very good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> what just happened to you? <laughs> I just took a drink. <laughs> no, it's good. I just, it just felt weird. I don't know. <laughs> there was a razor blade in that. <laughs> Um, then we finally made it up to Milwaukee and, um, the show, uh, Friday night. Yeah. Friday night. Uh-huh. Uh, that was mainly a bunch of, uh, latest flame bland, latest flame bands that we never played with at all. It really. was like mm-hmm. nuggets disc one, you know, the earliest stuff mm-hmm. where a lot of the bands were. I feel like old school. Yeah, Friday was the the night where they had. The there were most... only about five bands that night, though, weren't there? Yeah, after and, Hex dropped off, and, and Body Futures and Nervous Curtains were like two of them. So who were yeah. the other three? Uh, the, the response. Guys, the response. Yeah, Little Giant or something. Last Giant. Last Giant, which was the System dudes from Station. System and Station. Yeah. In there, it's their other band, but the the two other guys from System couldn't make it, so Last Giant just played a bunch of System and Station songs. So something like that, mm-hmm. and there was one more. Uh, I have was the flyer over there. Is it on the wall? It's on that uh, table there. Oh yeah, pull that, pull that bad boy out. Yeah, and I got the posters in the. Uh... Let's be accurate here. Let's. Uh... Well, it's not backwards. Oh yeah, doing the fuck face stuff, which was weird because they didn't do like the four drummers thing. Which was fuckface's like whole steez. Four drummers, you say? It was something. It was like four or five drummers at any given time with no cymbals, no snares. It was just like all primal tom crap. Mm, they would have like boy. twelve people on stage mm, back boy. in the day. Mm, boy, um, but yeah, it was kind of a. It was like over before I realized it. Well, you just kept on drinking, and I and don't I forget be not eating dinner. Yeah, and not eating dinner, <clears throat> and I watched Body Futures and watched like our bros. Uh, but I didn't really watch anybody else, honestly. The response was very like 2003, almost like Taking Back Sunday yeah. style, mm-hmm. like sure. which was surprising. I didn't think that uh, that was kind of up the alley that mm-hmm. Dan released. But again, I think it was from very early on before Dan kind of shaped it more into his likeness. And then the Trophy Wives bros showed up, and then it was just game on, and then shots and everything. Many hours late. Go <laughs> <laughs> yeah. figure. Billy and Nick and Jeff and I uh, played Golden Tea. We put like $12 in Golden Tea really? at once to play. <laughs> You're on that like forever. 15 holes. <laughs> Jeez. We were on that forever. Pretty much 
start of the show to finish. At, <laughs> I mean, like you missed, you, you yes. missed the whole show, all of you. <laughs> <laughs> we I, take an occasional cig break and then come back and right back to Golden Tea. Well, think the funny thing about Golden Tea was you, you get to make your own character, and so like somebody had like a Napoleon hat and somebody <laughs> had like a clown thing, and it was it was pretty funny. I did pretty good, and then the uh, the new Glarus uh, spotted cow started taking over, and then I was just hooking it way into the forest and stuff. But well, and of course the gentleman from Police Teeth arrived, and I feel like that's where the doors came off for old Uncle Rob. Mm-hmm. Was the was the oh Richie's here? Well, I haven't seen Richie in three years. Better take some shots. Yeah, and <laughs> and then yeah, I I I remember seeing. Uh, I remember seeing Body Futures. I remember seeing part of the response. And then I remember uh, coming, realizing Nervous Curtains had started, coming in and seeing the last two minutes of the last song, mm-hmm. and then immediately not making it all the way into the bathroom to projectile vomit anyway. <laughs> oh, man. And I thought, man, I'm the asshole tonight. I'm the one who overdid it. It was me. I suck. <laughs> and it's embarrassing. And then we got back in the van. For Corey to drive us home, mm-hmm. where Elliot proceeded to fill a literal entire plastic grocery bag. Well, what happened was uh, <laughs> I started feeling it, I'm, and I was like, <laughs> I, I got to get out of here. And then he gave me the keys. I went in the van. Who knows what you guys did? I think I fell asleep. And then I just wake up to the party tornado, like the Tasmania <laughs> devil. <laughs> Like ball of <laughs> yep. dust and limbs <laughs> come rolling in. I'm like, oh fucking shit! And then Corey got in the car, turned it. He made like two right turns and just the uh, the motion of the ocean. I was like, nope. And then I grabbed Dylan and Aaron's uh, souvenir like shopping bag from the Cheese Castle that had all their gifts in it. Hold, fighting back the vomit in my mouth, <laughs> looking like Louis Armstrong with cheeks, pulling out their pulling out their gifts and throwing them on the floor, and then heaving into the bag. Now I will say, not a drop spilled. It was anywhere. impressive, and the sight of you gingerly holding this bag of puke with like your pinched thumb and forefinger mm-hmm. walking up to like the house was delightful. It was a good six lurches, like heave. Heave, heave. The bag had some volume of of barf in it. Yeah, and I'm surprised that those like cheap plastic bags usually have like a a pinhole somewhere. All of them. Yeah. (laughs) This. Thank God this one did not. (laughs) Those hearty Milwaukee bags. They because they know you're just gonna puke in this. Like (laughs) exactly that you got this from the Mars Cheese Castle. You had beers and cheese curds, and you're on your way to have more beer and probably more cheese. And you know what? We're making these strong enough for you to puke in. I hold my title as the uh, American puking ninja. <laughs> that was pretty. I mean, yeah. I was so close to a toilet, so close. And then, <laughs> now then the I opposite wasn't. of that of my story, <laughs> where, Rob's story, where the, I threw open the door to the bathroom and then immediately just dusted the whole room. It was like it looked like the inside of the Statue of Liberty at the end of Ghostbusters. And oh man, the whole staff just knew it was me too because oh. I walk back out and I'm like, whoops, and I walk out and all those bartenders are like. God damn it. Oh, well, it was the same the next day at like noon when we got back there. They were like, hey. I'm like, sorry, man. (laughs) Guess who came back the next day? Spears, please. (laughs) Well, and then I thought like, okay, so me and Elle are the assholes. We got a little too party. Mm. Whatever. 
Then we got back to <laughs> DJ and Dixie's for the after party, starting at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. and ending at 7 a.m., mm-hmm. wherein Dylan then got to show her Kentucky pride <laughs> by literally falling onto the ground right outside of the bathroom, getting pulled into the bathroom by Aaron, and then she hit, took her train, or she took her turn on the Comet, the yes. Vomit Comet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I have been told by Corey, who remained remarkably sober throughout this weekend because he was yeah. always our like late night DD. I've never seen him completely fucked up, so he always maintains. Inhuman. Yeah. And he informed me that Nick Bissig was also just a fucking <laughs> lumbering behemoth of drunken whatever because he seems so normal because you know Nick will just stand there yeah. and stare. He but, does purchase shots a lot. Mm-hmm. But he then, I guess, like, Corey's like, he looked totally normal and then he'd open his mouth and be like, Nice. It's bad, you know, bro. I, yeah, and I guess he barfed everywhere outside too. So it was like, yep, they are gonna stop inviting Kentucky people to Milwaukee. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was crashing with the Gomps, and we just had a chill frozen pizza. So frozen night in bed by about four it was great. Fro- frozen pizza in the suburbs, man. Yeah. <laughs> the the far suburbs. We drove so far to get to, get to that house, and that is why we did not go to that house. It, I mean, <laughs> at least Saturday, like Saturday, nobody like got gross. Friday, we were all just garbage creatures. Yeah, but I felt bad because Amanda then drove up from Louisville looking to party because she, you know, just got there and stuff, and I'm just like, uh. Well, we didn't not uh, bar- like the partying still happened. We just didn't all barf everywhere like a bunch of savages. Yeah. Man, they have that that Italian grocery store that's a block away from Club Garibaldi. Mm-hmm. God damn, I just want to uh, hit Control C and copy and paste one of those down to Louisville because that is the best goddamn market. You get a if you took like a twelve inch baguette, probably like fifteen inch, like. French bread baguette yeah. and made a panini out of it and then cut it into like four gigantic panini things hunks for eight bucks and we mowed through uh, one of those god damn that was so I good that helped with the uh, to settle the party from the night before I think Rob Everybody Ross was one. wearing one of those because it came in this <laughs> thick paper or foil lined paper sack yeah and I think he was just wearing it like Link from Legend of Zelda and just pulling out like <laughs> crucial p- sandwich pieces every like fucking five minutes. Like, here, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. No, man. I, I would go there like almost every other day if there's one something like that here in, in Louisville. It was delightful. Mm-hmm. And cheap, and you get a fuck ton of food. Oh, yeah. Uh, and no, then but, Saturday. And then Saturday, then we played, we being the people in the studio here, Wax Eater and Trophy Webs. And uh, Kyle thought about it. What? I'm sorry, you guys are talking about something I wish I was at, so I'm just over here on Facebook. I got you. Yeah, Yeah. take a breather, bro. It's okay. Well, I, my favorite at the very beginning, Carl Palachek was setting up to do his weird noise thing with the sewing machines and the and the mic'd tinfoil and stuff. Yeah, and uh, I noticed that he had like a pedal board set up, right. And on that, did you see this, Tony? Did you see this pedal board? No, no you told me the story, though, and I, I still think it's funny. Did this pedal board <laughs> set up. Now, a, a reminder, the instruments for this set included two different size giant pipes. Yes. Like screwdrivers. Yeah. Like five mic'd sewing machines and a large sheet of tinfoil that was hanging from a specially constructed hanging a roll of tinfoil thing. Yeah. Made of a pipe. Yeah. And you had a pedal board all hooked up. 
Tuners, the, the pedal, all of them. The tuner, it did have a tuner. And I was like, what? <laughs> Are you got to tune that uh, Reynolds rap. is going on here? I was like, what's he tuning? What is he tuning? I mean, I'm sure the pipes are in a key technically if you hit them or something. Right. But like, I was just staring at that like. It's probably just a cut off, like to cut off the volume. No, it was on the whole time. Okay. Well, it was doing that <laughs> scrolly thing. It's like, what in the fuck is he doing with this? Like, I get maybe like you have contact mics on the pipes and you run it through a phaser or whatever. But I was like, the tuner? What is this doing? And then he tears all his shit down. And it was just the next band's pedal board that was already set up. And I was like, that makes sense. But it's not as funny. You know, I'm sitting here for 10 minutes while he's banging on a pipe with a sewing machine behind him thinking, what's that tuning? What is he tuning with that? Laughing to myself. And then it's like, not even a thing. It was a real, it was the biggest disappointment of the weekend. That dad he gab. He tends to uh, dad gab. <laughs> dad fag. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we played some old wax eater stuff. A mixed bag of nuts, spanning the whole uh, career. And then police teeth destroyed. Yeah. Trophy wives destroyed. Very good. Mm-hmm. Very good stuff. Did a little trophy or uh, did a little police teeth. Dragula featuring us on their instruments and them gang singing with us. Hi fi. Stupendous. They were seeing them yeah. again. They played I'm in Love with a Girl Who Steals, which is like a song in eight years I never saw them play. And then you were like, oh, it's like my favorite one of theirs. And then I see them play it at every show now. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a good one. Saturday was stacked for sure. I mean, it was pretty awesome. And what, what did they close the night out with? Well, the, the Troubled Hubble. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest. Yeah. Like, I kind of like checked out a little bit later. So I missed the last couple bands. I got for, a few songs. For the most it's part. Good stuff. It's like very 90s sounding alternative stuff. Yeah, I you know, I did not catch much of it. I don't really know where I was. I was out and about somewhere. Oh, yeah. And then that... Now, you and Amanda did not attend the Saturday after party. Well, you can thank uh, Mother Green for that one. Um, I remember that excellent conversation that we were having at the, at the kitchen table about, like, like, which horrible, awful thing would you rather do, this or this? Like, two scenarios that, that were just totally fucked. Which one? Like, what were they? Um, let me think. Um, one was... Oh, God. I, I have to, like, go back to this, but I just remember, like, it, they were awful. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you can't remember them because uh, you, you were busting them all out. Like, they were all oh, you. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. I mean, I'm sure they're all oh, gross. One was, um, would you rather have a peace frog tattooed on your head or, <laughs> oh, yeah. or, or the faded swastika that <laughs> Charles Manson has? This is a good question because I'm, I'm talking like the way that that swastika looks now. Like, yeah. it's pretty faded. faded. But, like, it's there, or just straight up full on tie dye peace frog, like your whole forehead? Uh, I'd go with peace frog. You would go with the peace frog? On See, that, forehead? That's what Stephanie said, too. Like, she and you were going back you and back and forth about it. Well, well, the next day, she, like, we, like, woke up and she was not drunk anymore. And she was like, you know how I was thinking? I think I would do the swastika. <laughs> well, now, 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 rules of this thing can I have the swastika covered up? You can wear a hat. No, 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 no. Can I get, like, a tattoo over it? No. Well, then, yeah, let's go with the Peace Frog and get a bunch of badass shit around it that distracts you. Nothing's distracting <laughs> from the Peace Frog. Oh, I, I, I think I could get a few things. I, what if I have, like, a giant, like, bloody mouth wolf engulfing the Peace Frog? It's still a Peace Frog, bro. I know, but it's being eaten. It's like, fuck, <laughs> fuck Peace Frogs. What if you got the uh, swastika and just said, no, it's the, it's an ancient pagan symbol. <laughs> Indian tumbling laws. Yeah, and then I would uh, probably make you, you mean uh, like bite onto a do? curb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I still think... 
I still think the faded swastika is the way to go there because the peace frog is so garish. As opposed to a fucking sign. <laughs> it's fucking. a very small one. Jesus fucking Christ. Now, man. see, this is the level of discourse we were having that night. Like, uh, I don't know. Well, I'm sure I was on some other crap, too, with yeah. those. But I don't, honestly, I don't remember that happening until you just told me right now. <laughs> it was a long weekend. I, I do remember the 40-minute or whatever walk that DJ said was not that long. He's like, no, we can just walk over there. It was like 25 minutes to and back. It's cold. All right, would you rather have SS bolts or a Liz Frank unicorn tattoo? You mean Lisa Frank? Lisa Frank. <laughs> Liz Frank. Her friends call her Liz. We do. <laughs> like, I would have a uh, a puppy bursting out of a, a shiny Sunday <laughs> or a shiny banana Before split. Before you have SS bolts? <laughs> yes. No way. Lisa wait, Frank. Wait. No. <laughs> SS bolts or one of those Dr. Seuss drawings of Hitler from the 40s political cartoons Dr. Seuss did? Oh, definitely the latter. You go Dr. Seuss Hitler? I go Dr. Seuss Hitler before I go just straight up SS bolts. That's fair. I mean, like, you'll f- in case the you- listening audience wasn't aware, I'm very uh, anti Nazi. Good to know. <laughs> All right, you're big, all, you and fan. Dead Kennedys. Not a big fan. That's true. Not a big fan. <laughs> no, they just don't like Nazi punks. Regular Nazis. Oh, are okay. Cool. Yeah. Oh, those guys are yeah. fine. Yeah. Now, was it Marissa? Nazi ska. Nazi ska. Nazi You're okay. <laughs> God. Was it Marissa that didn't know what the hell a peace frog was, or was that Stephanie? Somebody we had to explain peace I, frogs. I I don't remember. It was it was definitely one of them, but my my memory is hazy. Well, and that second after party it was a lot mellower in vibe. Like people were sitting around a table eating Halloween candy. candy and yeah. James Burns on a couch, just kind of holding court. <laughs> and uh, Did, didn't move the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> that's that Burns mo, baby. <laughs> Casual, and they they had these like rules posted on the uh, bathroom mirror that were like, ooh, they were aimed at me. It was like. Uh, you know, watch out for the cat. Don't let the cats out. Oh, boy. All barf must stay inside of a toilet. Like, no barfing outside of a toilet. No, I'm in the like, clear there. Like, hey, screw you people. <laughs> I barfed on the toilet. Uh, and then it was like, have fun. I was like, you're not the boss of me, Tony Weber. Do what I want. <laughs> Took a bunch of candy, put it in my pockets on the way out that door. And I think I broke the table. The table broke. It did, but I, I don't think it was you. I mean, was, I don't I don't know what even happened. Like it, uh, uh, that table looked fine. Spontaneously me, collapsed on us, and I was like, oh. did, did I do that? I went Urkel. I went full Urkel. <laughs> Matt Foley did. I did yeah, <laughs> I fell right through. I felt yeah. Chris, tall Chris fell right through that fucking thing. <laughs> Good. I would brief. pay. To, I would pay to see that. Well, let's take a break and listen to some of the bands that we just mentioned here. Yeah. I have the latest Flame uh, compilation from that weekend up, ready to go. Oh, did they, is that already released the? Well, it's just a band camp thing that he oh, put not up, just like we did for the barbecue and stuff. Oh, cool. Just a comp, a little comp preview that's still up. So, And we put out that last latest flame release, Lost Exorcy Spros. Which is awesome. I'm I'm, I'm super <laughs> proud of you guys. Does it sound good? I haven't been able to listen yeah. to the tape. Hey, we could yeah. play that in the yeah. uh, break yeah. here. Sure. Do you have a copy on you? It's mm-hmm. fucking rad. It's upstairs. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. Yeah, well, we will do that later. We'll debut it for right. that ass. Let's play cool. the backwards version. All right, let's start off with a hi-fi song. That's a good place to start. We'll hear Police Teeth and Gun Shy. Nooch. And we'll come right back with more None of the Above. Baby. Shout out to Police Teeth for doing all the bass warm-ups to Wax Eater songs. Right. Why did he uh, borrow our bass? His cutout. A cutout. He was sweating into like the pickup, I think, and it just like shorted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was, not kidding. But I'm pretty sure that's what happened. That's, and I brought it for him, and then I immediately was like, oh, fuck. 
<laughs> oh, dude, when, too. when he when he gave me back the uh, Travis Bean bass after their last song, and we did Dragula, that thing was completely the strap was completely soaked. And, oh, it was so nasty and just like rock and roll that's how jeremy used to be when he was still in wax eater i had to like make him buy his own strap i was like dude you can't use my strap anymore you're disgusting yeah i'm gonna have to uh throw that in the cold wash here (laughs) 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 well all right here's sci-fi on uh none of the above baby we'll come back and do a cold drinks yeah huh Mm -hmm. all right great
remember these chords in the morning For they're all that I now have to leave you with I stole them from a singer up indoors He made them gleam, it seems I've tarnished them a bit Remember these chords in the morning Maybe hum them softly on the train to work And if a stranger overhears and asks you over that Maybe just tell her it was your alarm clock's first record That might be easier than explaining me to I've been settled here these days In the middle of the states Looking into what exactly they could their motives for each saying separately You're a quitter, you're a winner A saint, a faithless By all I could reply Was I'm sorry, I don't think I'm much of anything in the morning I will return with some roadside souvenirs While you pretend to fall in love with a shot glass and trucker I'll tell you all the friendly people there I've met If you'd like we'll take your train to Chinatown Tell the curious the truth if she's a Pretend for the day that no one knows a word we say Spend money like we were never really home Come home and make some noodles for dinner Now I'll settle all my days in the middle of the states Not concerned with what they never knew Why each one told me separately you're a quitter, you're a winner I say a faithless sin For all I will reply Cause I'm sorry I'm not much of any The gun shy. That song is called The Gun Shy. <laughs> the Gun Shy. <laughs> no, that song is called oh, God damn it, I lost it. That's a good song title. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, I lost it. No, it's uh remember those chords in the morning. Sometimes that uh is harder than stated. It's true. I do love um Matt from the Gun Shy's the difference between Matt talking and Matt singing is like so wild. Like Tom Waits still kind of sounds like, hey uh, guys, how you doing? You know, but like Matt's like, hey guys, uh, it's good to see you all and uh, it's really nice. Uh, I'm really happy to be here. <laughs> and I say, uh, Let me just swallow this gravel. <laughs> man's got a man's got a style. 
It's got a warble. Hey, before that, we heard, of course, uh, Summertime Bruise by Police Teeth. And oh. if I had a hi-fi with uh, Paradise by the Paulding Light. Fun story about Summertime Bruise. Sure. I asked the guys in Police Teeth back in 2012 when we did that little jaunt. with No, 11, 2011, when we did our... Police teeth code jaunt. Where is that poster? Is that a, was that a? Is that, is that the Ultraman there. Godzilla thing? Uh, no, not the Ultraman Godzilla thing. It was the uh, one where there's a pie in the face, bro. That was twenty twelve. Oh, I have that in a it's, in a box. Uh, well, that was two thousand eleven because that's when Elliot got shocked. But mm-hmm. I asked them. I was like, "Summertime bruise. Like, what? Are you, what's that about?" They're like, "Oh, well, we like Rush." No, they're like, "It's like <laughs> summertime blues, but think more I like blue cheer." They're like summertime blues, but think more like racist accent. I was like, "Oh, guys, come on, summertime blues." It's like that. It's seriously what it is. And okay. so now um, you can call the uh, American Civil Liberties Union. So, <laughs> yeah, you want to uh, rock a uh, Baba's coldest drinkus? Yeah, sure. And now, oh, come on! It's time to explore the wondrous world of ales and spirits. Cable in your left ear. Cold drinks. All right, left channel. Well, L, this one's for you. Um, Hold on. We could, <laughs> he's almost got it. I promise I'll make this better next episode. <laughs> Solemnly swear. Uh, go so ahead. Go ahead. We just had Halloween, you know, on Saturday, and uh, had a had a little Halloween shindig at my house, and. Uh, Tony was there, Kyle was there, Elliot was having another Halloween thing, very busy Halloween, mm-hmm. but we had a lot of people bring booze to our Halloween party, and uh, we had a lot of people not drink their booze. It was very strange. It's Win-win. It's, it's, I think, the most examples of people bringing and then abandoning their alcohol that I've ever seen. Like We set out several like bottles of whiskey like from our housewarming party that just weren't killed yet. We ended up with more whiskey at the end of the night than we started, mm. even though people were drinking all night, and... I bought 60 beers. You know, I bought 230 racks thinking this will get the party started. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the night, there were still 30 of the beers I bought left, plus like 20 other just rando things. And I was thinking about Elliot's lot in life and his love mm-hmm. of oh. sweet lady lemonade. I was going to somebody. I don't know who brought this. There were two mysteries at the party. By the look of that, that's the devil's lemonade. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I'm assuming you had it. I haven't. Mm, no, I have not. Uh, I was, there were two confusing things from the party. One was the fact that our friend Crystal very drunkenly posted a Facebook post. It was like, of course, the one guy I choose to talk to at this party is all pro-life and weird. And I was like, who? Who? <laughs> who? Uh, I think it might have been my coworker that showed up. <laughs> nice. Uh, who was in a car accident and now has a traumatic brain injury. Uh, mm. Maybe it made him pro-life. So what, what we got left here, the other mystery is who the hell brought this six-pack of Jack Daniels Lynchburg Lemonade, baby. Now, not only is this Jack Daniels, which we all know is false whiskey. (laughs) Sour mash my ass. Not bourbon. Sour mash this. (laughs) Sour mash this. They did the mash. They did the sour mash. They totally screw you on this. This is a 10-ounce bottle. It's very skinny. Like, what's that shit? Like, it's 4.8, and that's fine. You know there's no whiskey in this. Mm-hmm. And this is probably just going to be some sub-Mike's Hard Lemonade bullshit. But mm-hmm. we're Well, I'll do... give it a stab. I am the uh, the Lord of Lemonade. Indeed, here. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, the idea was that, you know, every so often, you know, because 
I'll be honest with you, radio listening audience, the uh, the search for the next Bobby Cold Drink sometimes runs a little dry when I get to the liquor store and it's like, well, it's a bunch of fucking boring IPAs. <laughs> and then like, I don't know. Sometimes you got to <laughs> scrape the bottom of the barrel, my friends. Next if Cold Drinks. Wants, why have we moved on to liquor yet? <laughs> I was like, there are so many hilarious vodkas that are with like names that are clearly aimed at sorority girls. But like, I feel like they're all just going to taste like vodka. Eh. You can try <laughs> wine. So next Dude, cold drinks, we're going to do yeah, I really, I Aquafina bottled water. Yeah, I'm going to start reviewing sodas. <laughs> uh, so I thought it would be funny when I saw we had all this leftover booze, and there was just like some weird one-offs. I'm like, what? What is this weird beer that I've never heard of? And then there was just exactly three of these stupid things. And I was like, you know what? This will be funny because Elliot loves lemonade and probably hates garbage lemonade, which this almost certainly is. <laughs> Must have. Uh, and I just thought it would be fun to sometimes maybe have the special edition Bobby Cold Drinks Party Leftover Edition. Now, as a big of a non-fan of uh, Jack Daniels as I am, I, uh-huh. will be, I will give a objective critique. You if gotta it's be good, tr- it's good, and I can't do anything about it. But It's true, and it's not your mm-hmm. fault if you like it. Yeah. Um, doesn't say anything about you as a person. But I feel like it's just going to be Mike'sy. Like, I'm I'm going to guess... Well, it already... It smells meh. Uh, it does not really smell like lemonade, exactly. There's a lemony... A tinge. <laughs> Lemon medicine. There's a tinge. Mm-hmm. But I'm expecting... It looks really carbonated. Yeah. Really carbonated. Which is not what you want out of a lemonade, I feel like. I'm actually a fan of that. You like a carbonated lemonade? I like carbonated anything. Well, I like the carbonation. I just feel like... Most of our alcoholic beverages are not that carbonated. You know what I mean? I guess unless you're doing like a whiskey coke. Lemon San Pellegrinos yeah. are very good. And that's they, fair. They are. Yeah. But I anticipated just being a syrupy mess. You know, like a melted uh, melted otter pop. Well, I guess we're just gonna have to uh, give it a shot here. Pop the top and find okay. out. Let's drink right. this. He's mm. hell just pounding mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I only have an on-off switch. It's either just pound or don't drink. And it, which no, it's, not, it's not a dimmer switch. It's just a... It's not, that is a hard... It's a true bypass. That or, is the it, robot penis off-on looking switch. Okay, let's see. Let me take one more. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's sweet. There is not that much carbonation. Yeah, it's not as bubbly as I It's more syrupy than carbonated. There's not a lot of lemon going on there. Yeah. No, it's not really... Uh, it, it's not that tart. I'll yeah, tell you it's that. Not, uh, it's not biting. No. Which I want it to. No, it's pretty uh, syrupy and yeah. smooth. Say this falls strictly into the category of meh. Yeah, yeah and uh, don't taste that much booze. It's only 4.8 it's is only what the bottle says here. Yeah. And it's a 10-ounce bottle, so... Yeah, it's just another one of these things that, like... Uh, you know, I'd probably drink like Utah one bullshit. of them if someone gave it to me, but yeah, <laughs> which God, they did. Why would you buy six? Now we did. I'm trying to think back, getting the wayback machine here, and I think we, <laughs> when I started to drink before I was 21, like 17 or something, they had these, and they were in a smaller bottle that looked like a shrunken down Jack Daniel's bottle. They had the Lynchburg lemonade. They had like a fruit punch thing. They have like a Jack and Coke fake one too, mm. which I'd actually be curious to try because like you know that there's not, it's not whiskey. They did not put Jack Daniels in this prepackaged Jack mm. and Coke thing. So what it is is like a 
soda, like a cola flavored malt beverage thing, which sounds so weird to me mm. that it almost seems like it's worth trying out because it's like, ugh. How, like how much and then rating it on a scale of how much worse than Pepsi is this? Like, is this still better than Pepsi? And I know Kyle likes Pepsi. I do like Pepsi. But he's a crazy person. It's terrible. Nah. Pepsi no. throwback's pretty good. I was going to say, I thought Tony was a, a Pepsi advocate. Only only Pepsi throwback. Regular Pepsi can go fuck itself. See, the, quite even frankly. the Pepsi throwback is so... I feel like it's the thickest. Yeah, see, see you got to find the right Pepsi fountain. Like, the skyline by my house. Incredible Pepsi fountain. <laughs> Horrible food, but incredibly... <laughs> yeah, still skyline. I, I will still eat those Coney dogs, but that's I a good I will eat the Coney dogs. I don't care. Yo, by the way, there is a deal on November the 13th. 13 conies for $13. I'm not doing that. Well, you want to do that together? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> it's it's, it's got to be a challenge. I need someone to do it with me. <sighs> what? We each have to eat 13? We see how many we can eat. Two. I can eat two. <laughs> I've had two before and been like, yup, done. <laughs> I think They I, are smaller because they're like short, right? Yeah. yeah I, think, I, I think I could get to a respectable like six or seven before I just want to die. Well, I've got $13 says... <laughs> I'm willing to see how far you can Challenge go. Challenge thrown down. Well, yeah, and then I'll eat whatever's left. Deal. <laughs> yeah. It all um, works out. The gauntlet has been thrown. Well, that's like, I am curious. Like, I might try to seek that out for next week because like it is now that I think about it, like the fake soda and fake booze, like that's just a weird. That's Too a, much fake, bro. It's a lot of fake, bro. It's like the ultimate fake book. You know, you remember that band? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen them at least five times at Chain Reaction in Anaheim, California, baby. That is certainly bragging rights. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so this is, this is clearly one of those, like, yeah, I'll drink one of these. Mm. Oh, you could always start bringing in, like, the uh, shit Kelly makes. Yeah, well, no, but we can't goof on that. <laughs> you I'm, can't. I'm not bringing in, like, delicious stuff. Like, guys, let's try this. Let's try this excellent well, I mean, thing we're all going to love. It's like, you could always, the whole point. You could always try and just, do, like, branch out into, like, mixed drinks and shit, too. You know, you could just be, like... The Blood Planet style. Make them come in and make some terrapin. Oh, no, I mean, like, you, we could just do bourbon whiskey, and then you could just bring in a weird mixer or something. Studio Underground has been a uh, mixology laboratory for, you know, Trashberry wine. Um, Sh- whatever Sean Gardner fed us that time. Oral B. Oh, the Oral B. Yeah. yeah, the Oral B. <laughs> we could... Uh, and the good news, uh, Kelly's going to Austin this weekend. That's great news. <laughs> and I told her. <laughs> now, here's what I told her. You either come back with a six-pack of that Toadies beer. Yes. Or you don't come back. <laughs> because if you're going to Texas and you're not bringing me back a six-pack of what they are calling Box Slider, a true Texas Bach named after their not hit song off Rubberneck, Backslider. Backslider? Nine years old. That song's fucked up. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, my dad abused me. Jesus. You know, every song on that record is about Jesus, the water, or both. The water. No, I'm serious. Listen to that record again. With, with the exception of the song that does not have lyrics, and the song where all he says is, are you going to save me? Can you save me? Which technically could be about Jesus. Uh, they are all about the G- about Jesus, the water, or, or both. Mm-hmm. Um, You're right. And so I was like, yeah, you will get it. Six. Get Let's it. do a 12 and just stock up. I mean, so well, she only has one bag. How, you many, know? how many times are going to go Ship to a, me Austin? That, that fucking box slider. Because to- if what are we doing Bobby cold drinks for? If it's not to drink the goddamn toadies beer. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's true. We should do just a whole couple months of just like banned Beers. I know that there's like an Iron Maiden beer. And there's I've had that and it sucks. No. But yeah, we should get it. Like anything. Like listening audience, if and when you uh, ever hear this, um, 
if you could let us know what bands have released beverages, please. Like, I really got to know these these band beverages. Oh, man. We'll You're try. the beverage czar. You got to do your homework. Yeah. Do really, I? Yeah. yeah. I really want to try that uh, that Fugazi San Pellegrino. <laughs> <laughs> do you? That Fugazi milk. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, what? Like off the top of your head, what would be the most ridiculous band drink combination that you can just think of? Like, mm. Anyone got anything? Uh, a seven dust saison. Seven dust saison dust. That sounds <laughs> saison dust. That sounds delicious. <laughs> like of all the beers that seven dust would have, you know, like they wouldn't know what a saison was. They're like, is that like the special Coors Light fruit beer from the summer? A three eleven thirty minute IPA. Yeah. Ooh. Hey, so, so you mean 311, 311 minute IPA? Yeah. <laughs> I took the liberty of doing a, a quick search uh, for band related beers. And yeah. here's a site with uh, the 10 so called best. Cool. So there's at least 10. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Arson uh, Smith chiming in 311 Amber Lager, obviously. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Get, get down with one today. <laughs> there is a Mastodon beer. Of course. Okay. Okay. It's just, it's, down it, with that. It's called uh, uh, The Hunter. Okay, Nash. of course. It's an unfiltered lager. It comes with a free face tattoo. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, there's a Clash beer. Oh, God. Oh, what? Which is okay. by Upright Brewing. And uh, uh, I don't know what it's called. I can't read the bottle. It's too small. There's a Sepultura. Wise Riot. There's a Wise Sepultura Wizen. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sepultura Vice. <laughs> oh, Weizen. I knew that guy was racist. Yeah, they have a white beer. Uh, Wait, that's the guy from Pantera. Yeah, it's uh, Phil and Salmos. Oh, shit. Still looking. Hold on. My phone's going slow. Uh, no, oh, the, oh, there's the Miles Davis uh, Bitches Brew. True. <laughs> that's, that's just disrespectful. That's Made the, with natural bitch. <laughs> there is a Pearl Jam Faithful Ale for Stephanie, if you're listening. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I know you're a fan. You Faithful Ale. <laughs> Stephanie, if you could buy us some of that, please. Yeah. <laughs> Arson Smith giving us a link in the chat box here to something that when it loads, I'm sure will be pretty funny. Oh, oh my, what is this? (laughs) The Digits. Uh, This is a Digits Blood Orange IPA. Oh, that sounds awesome. Oh, really? Actually, actually. Carlin, if you could um, buy us some, please. (laughs) (laughs) Buy it for us with your... um, Adult man money. <laughs> Spe- what do you want to do? Want do you want to end the segment? I guess we should. Yeah, right, sure. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I have a point on another time. cold drink. We brought cold drinks. On Cheers. Oh my Jesus fucking god! Let me t- let me put this thing in an arm bar here. Let me UFC this fucking yeah. cable, man. God damn it. Uh, speaking of Carlin and jokes that I know he appreciated, he was in Milwaukee, which is always nice to see. Yep. Yeah. And also in Milwaukee, A plus number one tight bro that we haven't seen in forever was uh, Will Gunnerson. Yeah. Half of uh, Jabber Josh was there with his new lady wife. Pretty cool. <laughs> lady human wife. His la- yeah. He's married married human to an even. <laughs> a- adult human woman. Um, and he brought these buttons he was like guys you know i figured it was special hadn't seen you browsing forever this is how he actually talks by the way yeah no it's not that and he's like you know i thought you'd really like appreciate this so i mean i wanted to make something special and i guess he had gotten a button maker 
and he made a bunch of one-inch buns. Did you get one of these, Tony? No. Did I didn't you? even see Will. I didn't know he was there. What? Are you serious? He was there all day Saturday. He got there like four. I did not see him once. Uh, and he, these black buttons with just white font that just said, Echo Brain is the future. <laughs> and then on the rim, where you can barely see it, it says Metallica is the past. <laughs> <laughs> you know, from some kind of monster. Yeah. When they go see Echo Brain, which was <laughs> the worst subprimus crap. And they were immediately wait, intimidated. So by that was, <laughs> wait, wait, was that Jason Newstead's new band? Yeah. It was Jason Newstead's yeah. new band that he was in with like a bunch of 19-year-olds. And it was awful. It was just like some the kid was plugged into that tower of boss effects pedals that you see at the Guitar Center. And just it was like... It was terrible. And Lars was so scared. He's like, guys... We're ruined. You know, guys... <laughs> This is it. You know, it's like Echo Brain is the future. And, you know, like Metallica is the past. And, like, Kirk is just looking at him real concerned, like, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'll look at it. Yeah. Echo, Bra- Echo Brain is the future. And. He fucking left the band! <laughs> yeah. uh, and it was pretty fucking on point like carlin lost it and he was just handing them out i got one somewhere i don't i don't know where i think it's on my wax eater vest but i was like oh will you continue to haven't seen you in like two and a half years and still just oh oh yeah by the way i'm uh i'm still hilarious yeah, if you guys are wondering <laughs> wait a sec here we go Is this Echo Brain? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Echo Brain. I was going to say, is this a really shitty Queens of the Stone Age song I haven't heard? Here we go. And then look what happens to him. They turned the wackos. (laughs) Yeah. I am. I thought Lars. Yeah, little Queens of the Stone Age. You know, a lot of of different influences, but very much. Bob Rock. A great vibe, which is something I know that Jason wanted to create, so that's great. Dude's playing a Parker Fly. I know. <laughs> doesn't he have like a... Do not see those have anymore. have a Fohawk, too? Uh, yeah, he does. Now, see, mm-hmm. ooh, here's a question. In 25 years, will Parker Flies be the new Travis Beans? <laughs> Where all these nerds will be like carbon fibered out? I don't know. Will there a bunch of nerds with faux hawks? <laughs> nerds, with, nerds with faux hawks, Steve Albini glasses, Ironic and Parker Fly guys, guitars. No, man, it's all about solid state and carbon fiber. <laughs> just gonna like recycle the tube, like people are like oh, tube, and they're like, no, these Sun Coliseum and all these like guy and crew, it's all the solid state now, and it's gonna just loop back to be like. No, see this? It's one of those giant horn uh, phonographs. You know what I'm saying? We're like with the <laughs> oh, wax that, cylinder. That's already. We're already thing. practically there. <laughs> yeah. Well, in Brooklyn. They got those. In oh, Brooklyn. Yeah. They do. God damn it. I think I put my own personal phone number as the number to call again. I just get in the habit of it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So episode like 50, guys. Oh. What episode is this? It's too late for you to still be doing that. I can tell. I you know. I, I, <laughs> God damn it. Did I do it? Yes, I did. Jesus womp, Christ. Womp. All right. If you do want to give us a call, it's uh, 502 416 1778. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, oh, Corey might drop in. That'd be, good. That'd be cool. Uh, you can give us a call. 502-416-1778. What did you do for Halloween? Is what we're taking uh, phone calls right now. What did you do? Do you have any funny uh, Halloween stories? Did you drag somebody out into the woods and kill them for Halloween? We want to know. I, I, I did. I had another <laughs> failed conceptual costume that nobody got or cared about. Oh, Every year. Next year, I swear to God, I'm going to the fucking Halloween Mega Mall by, uh, by the Guitar Center in St. Matthews. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to buy like a burger costume. And people are like, oh, are you a burger? I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm a burger. <laughs> do you get it? Because every year I try to do something that's like, oh, yeah, this is like a thing. Now, a uh, friend of the show and also rotating uh, co-host Pat Hume showed up to my Halloween party as a slice of pizza. Cool. Yeah. That seems about right. And let me guess, nobody was like, hey, what are you supposed to be? <laughs> right? I believe it was uh, pepperoni, mushroom, and green pepper. Ooh, that's a good slice. Mm-hmm. I, I... Not the uh, mushroom, slice. though. I'd eat Pat. What? Yeah, I don't like mushrooms. Yeah, it's I a eat... fungus, Kyle. Gross. Yeah, whatever. Oh, mushrooms are disgusting, bro. You, you guys get out of here with that. Not bro. <laughs> no. Tony, weigh in on mushrooms. Bro. Tony, your feelings uh, on the mushroom? They can... Uh, they have their place, I think. On is it foods. in the ground? Growing yeah, off I, a tree I, root? In the earth. I, I, I saw that like, coming. You know, all vegetables, <laughs> Rob. Jesus. Yeah. Ve- well, mushrooms. I won't eat anything that grows out of the ground. A mushroom is not a vegetable, Kyle. It's a fungus. Mm-hmm. We have medicines to get rid of fungus on our body. I, Why am I eating it? I don't like them on pizza. I, I think it's fucking gross on pizza. Wow, well, thank you. Guys, you. you guys are fucking nuts. I will not eat them with a box. In a box, I will not eat them with a fox. <laughs> yeah. I do not like those mushrooms. At all. Oh, somebody ordered the most disgusting <laughs> pizza at the post the other day where uh, all, the whole kitchen crew would just, I saw everybody just standing around. It looked like a meteor, like they just hit the ground. They <laughs> were just scratching their head. Are the dinosaurs going to die? <laughs> Get this. All right. Barbecue sauce base. Okay. Already wrong. I'm with you. Okay. <laughs> okay. I can drive with this already. Mm-hmm. Pineapple. Okay. Okay. That, those things oh, usually go yeah. together. Those okay. are fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mushroom. All right. Ooh. And sweet and savory. Uh, what was the other one? Like, like spinach. So it was. What a, was the cheese? Reg cheese. Oh yeah, no cheese. <laughs> oh, Ouch. cheeseless Dude, pizza. Ouch. Dude, it's a vegan pizza. It's a vegan pizza. Your expectations should already be pretty low, but yeah, still, that's gross. that barbecue sauce probably isn't Ooh. vegan. Like, you know, barbecue sauces tend to have like chicken fat and shit in them. Chicken fat. Just the combo of pineapple and mushroom yeah. made me dry heave. I'm okay with. Do that. Do any of you guys like ranch as your base sauce on pizza? Oh, have yeah. have, have mm-hmm. you ever tried on a it? buffalo chicken pizza? Yes. Uh, yeah, there are definitely applications awesome. for it. I don't know, like, or I guess I've had like at Mellow Mushroom they did like a buffalo chicken pizza where it's a buffalo sauce base and then the chicken, then cheese, and then like a ranch drizzle on it. You know, what I mean? like a swirl. Yeah, I like it backwards with the ranch base and the buffalo sauce. Like yeah, because I don't it. like it as spicy. I like it a little mellower. Yeah, it's but really good. I have had that, and I don't mind it. I'll yeah. go ahead and say uh, I hate buffalo sauce. Is it because Taylor puts it on everything and you're sick of it? No, it's just fucking butter and hot sauce. And so, yeah, uh-huh. it's fantastic. Why not just? Hot sauce because it cuts the ed- <laughs> takes the edge off me. Not all of us want to just like blast our fucking senses. <laughs> like cut I don't get over some fucking butter. Yeah, it's fucking I, I, stock. What? Which part of that is unclear to you? Right? Like stock, like a sauce. No, no, no. For once, Lars and I are on the same page it's here. It's too stock. I mean, I'm not like the world's best. You know what I like better is like a Thai chili or like a sweet chili sauce. Yeah, I'll take a sriracha. Sweet chili sauce. We experiment at the pizza place all the time. That shit go, can go on anything and make it good. Yeah. I've been for lunch at work. I've been getting like 
Trader Joe's taquitos and sweet chili sauce and just like dude having a little Mexi Asian fiesta. I brought Trader Joe's sushi to wax eater practice that one night. It was uh, super good. Yeah, man. Can't go wrong with Trade Jose. Yeah, I had a. You guys should just make a fucking uh, crab rangoon pizza. Dude, I've had that. Yes, we have had that. Now, yeah, sweet and sour. Did I tell you about cheese, this? Crab meat. Oh, no, this is crazy. That's almost exactly what it was. At, Des Moines. Uh, in Des Moines, there's this place called Fong's Pizza. You guys ever played Des Moines, Tony? So good. With the wives? I think so, but I'm not familiar with this place. Well, Vaudeville Muse. It's right across yeah, from the venue we always end up playing there called Vaudeville Muse. It's like right downtown, two blocks away from the High Life Lounge, a fully Miller High Life themed bar. <laughs> Across the street from Elliott Apartments and a yeah. few blocks away from, what was it, Stoner Performance Theater? <laughs> uh, Sto- yeah, Stoner's, uh, Stoner's Art Center or something. Uh, and right across the street is this place called Fong's that clearly used to be like the corniest Chinese restaurant of all time. It was like the Chinese restaurant they went to it in a Christmas story. Into it. Like jade and red and gold everywhere. All uh-huh. like Chinese lions. and those little, gaudy. Little, all yeah, about it. But... Super- but it was not a Chinese restaurant. It was a pizza place. Fusion. And they had, yeah, but they had a bunch of Asian inspired stuff. They had pizza too. Like you could get all uh, regular pizza fancy. They had like 10 different sauce options. General Sao's pizza. They didn't go that far, which would be good. Actually, I have had that and it's awesome. Yeah, I mean like. Donisi made it for like a week. Oh, yeah. Donisi's the best. I wish I had known that. Yep. Uh, well, what they did was like they had like pizza egg rolls where it was pizza roll egg rolls. Yes. Which yeah. was. Pretty on point. Yes. And Amazing. they did this crab rangoon pizza that was, you know, kind of a crunchy thin crust. And then it was a sweet and sour base with like cream cheese, crab meat, and crispy wonton strips. Yep. Yep. I'm on, yeah, I'm on board, man. That God shit, damn it. That we, sounds awesome. We ordered like every time we go there, like when we went there with police teeth and when we were there with, um, we have a phone call? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And we'll get back to that. Conan Intron, you're on the air. Good evening, my dude. Hello, good sir. What up? So, yeah, Vaudeville Muse is an awesome place, man. That's a fucking great venue. Totally. Um, we we played a, a, a matinee there uh, a couple times, and this uh, dude, the sound guy, came up and was like, hey, guys, you're Wax Eater? And we're like, yes. And he's like, here, I brought these for you. And he handed me two 1987 Playboys. I was like, uh, okay. perms and huge boobs. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Was that guy Jessica Hahn maybe on that, or is that a little after that time? I, I don't know. They're still in the van. I will look at it later. But uh, there was a sweet naked drawing of Batgirl that's like a poster mm-hmm. that's like pretty cool. You've played Vaudeville Muse, I assume? Yeah, and actually, the re- so that's a good story because that was during the uh, that was Victory Association. It was during the um, Romney Obama election, right? As it was like the lead up to it, right? Okay. So we had played in Denver, Colorado, where the debate was being held mm. the night before, and so everyone's like, "Oh, dude, you better make sure you get out of town. You better make sure you get out of town in time. If you don't, you get caught up by like." Secret service, on the topic. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. He was so like, stressing out about it, stressing out about it. So we did. We got out of time, in town the time, and we were so self-congratulatory about it. We were like, oh, yeah, we rule. I can't believe we did that. It was so awesome. And then, like, about two hours later, I'm like, guys, we're in the wrong state. 
<laughs> what do you we, mean? We had taken the wrong freeway, and we had gone down into Kansas instead, <laughs> which might seem completely absurd for you uh, boys out there, but mm. like to, completely understandable to a certain degree. Uh, and so we had to drive through rural Kansas, uh, up through Kansas, through a town called Hoxie, Kansas, where I swear there was a kid with no shirt on, threadbare Prohibition-era jeans and no shoes, who like, watched us as our van drove through the main street of their was he yelling, town. Of pa! Kansas. Pa! Hey, Pa! <laughs> One of them There's a bunch of queers driving through town. One of them big old, one of them big old motherfuckers. A couple of them fancy lads. Oh, them fan, man, I hate them fancy lads. I mean, he, I keep did he have a, everything, but did he have the like straw? A oh, damn it! Oh. <laughs> I had a guy. I was like, oh Conan, I swear Sorry. to God, this is true. I was driving from Indiana to New York. Um, I was just on my way home for Christmas break one year, and I stopped to get gas in West Virginia at like a very rural station that had like a hitching post for like the Amish, and the attendant, because their gas pump did not have a credit card machine, uh, hmm. and so I had to go inside to pay. And the attendant was not wearing a shirt, but he was wearing overalls, so that's like half a shirt. <laughs> and he, right, right. I go up and I'm like, yeah, uh, I need to put like twenty on uh, pump one. Which was redundant to say because there was one pump. <laughs> and the guy just looks looks me down, looks me all the way back up, and says, you play an instrument, boy? <laughs> and I was like, bye. Uh, and I went right on up to the next exit. He's <laughs> like, wow, that's uh, terrifying. All right. West Virginia. Living up, living up to my... Yeah, I, I'm not positive. Well, I think he wanted to jam something because uh, I saw that movie. You know the yeah. one I'm talking about. Anyway, so, so the end of that story is that we uh, we played for Hotel Music that night in Des Moines. Great venue, yeah. but we drove eleven hours straight because we went uh, we we went the wrong direction by eight states. We had to drive very drive through rural again. Now you're talking Good about Lord. the 2012 election, which means you were not still working with printed out MapQuest directions, right? <laughs> like, did you guys have a binder full of printed out MapQuest directions, like it was 1999 oh or God, something? Those days, <laughs> like like I said, okay. Again, Can't I, recalculate. I felt I set the scene accordingly, but maybe not. We were so obsessed with getting out of town in time for the debate that we just were like, yeah, we did it, high fives all around, cool, we're on the freeway, hooray. That's why. And then no, nobody was like actively mapping it out because it was like the same freeway for like forever, right? So that's how it happened. But since the, uh, oh, it was so depressing though because that night, like, there were, you know, the people came to that show. That wasn't the depressing part. But like, there were, like, people that were, like, Republican Party people that were, like, super soaked. And, oh, this guy had, like, done well, you know? Like, oh, come on. But they were, like, if you don't want to buy a merch, though, we'll take your money, I guess. It was very depressing. I thought we saw Victory and Associates um, sticker on the stairs at uh, Vaudeville Muse. I'm like, oh, yeah, probably from that show. We played with uh, Pure Gut which was Patrick from pure, pure Poison Gunch? Control Center. <laughs> pure Gunch. We played with Fetal Pig. And you, you, yeah, you definitely need to have a vocal effect when you say that. Pure Gunch. Yeah. <laughs> we played with Quick Piss. They were good. So, so Pure Gunch. 
Steve E was the name of the band, and it was Patrick from Poison Control Center, and basically a bunch of, like, Des Moines dudes just doing their, like, crazy, like, shambolic, like, punk rock kind of thing. It was a good show. I mean, ultimately it was a good show, but it was one of those shows you're like, wow, I feel like I'm on another plane of existence right now because we've driven so far, and we've had this, like, absurd, like, you know, children of the corn slash deliverance experience going through this, like, rural area. Yeah. Nice. Hey, we got uh, two phone calls going on. Who's on the air here? Hey, it's Volkman. What's up? Volkman? Brandon Volkman? Yeah. Wait, what? Prove it. All right, do them out. Later. See you, Conan. Bye, Conan. Later. Later, dog. Hey, I I think Conan just uh, described the entire plot to Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, <laughs> that was actually the original name for Victory and Associates, but they had to change it when they found out it was a movie from 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, no, I'm saying just that John Denver was full shit. Yeah. Y- yes, he was. Goddamn, hey, I, I, my shoulders fucking John Denver. I want to give you guys a call and just tell you how much I miss you guys. I uh, rarely get to listen live, but uh, oh. I. Pretty much listen to every episode at this point. Well, because uh, it's a million years uh, in the past for you there, right? Isn't it like 7.30 or something? What time is, is it for you? It is 6, uh, it is 6.20 right now, yeah. 6.20, all right. Ooh. But it's uh, 4.20 somewhere, am I right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hawaii. Yeah, bro. <laughs> in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Quisang Hawaii uh, in there. Well, word, how's, yeah. Ch- how's Chipotle? Where's my, uh, where's my queso, Brandon? Uh, we, we don't have queso. Um, yeah, we are testing chorizo in Kansas City right now. What's uh, it with that uh, that thing I, I see on my Facebook feed about? about on the air. You just unplugged my headphones, Corey. <laughs> I, I keep seeing a clickbait article about Chipotle giving people E. coli. I haven't clicked on it, so I don't know if it's true. But it's happened like That's, five times this week. Um, the, it is not entirely clickbait. There is uh, an investigation right now. Okay. Um, it's actually up here in the Northwest. Um, so You're we, listening to Chipotle talk. Uh, all I can say is that we have voluntarily shut down okay. uh, a lot of restaurants Yeah, um, oh. while they figure that out so that nothing else uh, potentially happens. But it was just, uh, I think we were the, the common denominator between a few uh, cases. So. Okay. Now, are you so going, we'll figure that out. Are yeah. you going to be fired for it and have to move to Louisville to hang out with us? Maybe. <laughs> Do you have the a? The more no- I talk about it on, uh, um, the more I talk about it here. The, the That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Do you have a non-disclosure <laughs> agreement? <laughs> We're talking yeah. to Brandon well, Volkman of Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> CEO of Chipotle. Yeah. Now, now, why no queso? Are you going by the old motto of uh, "Don't give the people what they want"? Yeah. Okay. That's exactly it. I gotcha. Yeah, it turns out making a queso that is uh, would kind of be in line with what we're all about, which is not uh, you know a ton of extra ingredients. Uh, we we actually tested it um, many times, and um, it just we can't the giant vat we would have to have at each of our restaurants. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just uh, I don't know a ton about it, but I I've heard that we tested it. The one the one funny thing that I did here was. Uh, that they did a double blind test between like whatever queso we came up with and Qdoba's and people still um, picked the Qdoba queso. Oh, God damn. And, it's got the additives and, that people crave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that when they kind of reveal, you know, did the reveal, like the, 
well, what if we told you this queso was just made of cheese and peppers? And they're like, yeah, we, we still don't give a shit. Uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> well, no, no Skittles in the queso. No, yeah, g- no going up against sale, bro. a company, isn't Qdoba owned by McDonald's? Jack in the Box. Somebody Chipotle was the one that had McDonald's investors. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way. Back go- in the day, yeah. Going up against... Yeah, we had... I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. Going up against like a fast food uh, company over liquid cheese is not a good uh, good fight. You don't want to do that. I mean, Chipotle yeah. hasn't. There hasn't. McDonald's hasn't had a steak in Chipotle forever, though, right? It, yeah, I think it's been like something like ten years. Yeah. yeah. Old hat. Yeah. All right, so burrito talk. Anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> you playing uh, music out there yet, or what? <laughs> Believe it or not. Besides being the CEO of uh, Chipotle, our uh, phone caller is a insanely good drummer. Do you play uh, music and all these days? Um, I start. Uh, the short answer is not much, um, but I'm I'm working on that. Um, we moved to Portland uh, about four months ago, so um, the one bite I've kind of gotten is uh, there was a dude who moved out here from Eastern. PA, who um, his old band played with Girl Fight a few times, so I looked him up, and his band was actually looking for a drummer, but uh, mm. I practiced a few times with them. They were pretty good, but mm. uh, they kind of they kind of fell out of touch. I don't know what happened. That's a shame. Um, but it was, you know, it was kind of, um, I don't know what I would compare it to. It kind of, it was definitely in that same vein, just ridiculously um, loud. And pretty heavy, a little more um, barbaric, and a little more sim- simple. <laughs> no, no, uh, the, none of the finesse of a girl fight. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it was cool, but it was—I uh, don't know—it was kind of short-lived. And I'm on the road a lot, so that's true. Um, nailing down a consistent uh, practice schedule is, is, De- is tough these days, but I'm, I'm still going at it. I really, I definitely want to keep playing and give you dudes a reason to, to come out to Oregon. Well, yeah, I'd love to do that sometime. One of oh, these yeah, days. Man. Hell yeah, pimp. And hey, I really <laughs> miss, I really miss Fong's Pizza. Fong's oh, Pizza is yeah, the best. Uh, that tour with Girl Fight that we did was, uh, I mean, we had a kamikaze good time with our dumb helmets on eating some crab we rangoon pizza, baby. Thing. We did the helmet thing, baby. Well, and the great thing about the crab rangoon pizza, what was both great and terrible, was that we ordered. They had so many crazy things you could get that we got like three pizzas for the table. Like, oh, let's try all these crazy things. Then the second everyone had a bite of the crab rangoon, everyone was like, yo, fuck these other shit pizzas. <laughs> and everyone just slammed the crab rangoon pizza. And then it was like, I guess I'll have some of this. Other I thought one. we got a Mongolian beef pizza. We did. If which, I do which, remember. If I hadn't had any of the crab rangoon one, which was far superior. Yeah, we should have just got two of those. Oh, we should have got five of those. Yeah. A couple for the road, bro. <laughs> right. Nothing, yeah, nothing tastes better than next day crab rangoon van pizza. Am I right? Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> nothing quite like the sting of imitation crab in the morning. Crab, crab, and, and cream cheese that has been left in the van overnight. That's just a recipe for no one having bowel problems. Mm-hmm. No one. Well, hey guys, uh, I'll let you go. But uh, thanks for thanks for having me on for a second. So good and, to hear uh, from you, dude. Yeah, I just miss the shit out of you guys for sure. Loving you. Uh, well, come over yeah, to Chipotle in my backyard and we can hang out. I have a garage. It could be a Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll get real estate uh, to work on that. 
Oh, fantastic. It's a small garage, but it can be like a Chipotle Bistro, you know, like something like it's real, like underground. Chipotle, like Chipotle Express. I was going to say, yeah. damn it. <laughs> Sp- Chipotle speakeasy style, where it's like you got to knock on the garage door in a certain way. Chipotle X. The password is just Chipotle. Unidentified burrito place. Cool. Well, thanks a lot, dude. Thank you, man. Good to hear from you. All right. Later. Later, Take it easy. There goes Brandon Volkman. I don't know How what's about going- that guy? Hey, All right. Hey. Don't know what's going on with the whistle on that phone. What's going on here? Uh, I don't know, but you're back in one channel, I think. Uh, no. Got oh, really? both going, yeah. Oh, cool. Well, then my headphones are just It fine. might be your headphones. Might need to uh, jiggle the headphones here. We're going to take a break. We're going to listen to Girl Fight. I got inspired by Brandon uh, calling in to play do, some Girl Fight. Do number, what's number five on that one called there that you're touching? Uh, Fatalist. Uh, what's the one right after that? The prime solution. Yeah, fatalist. Do that one because that one has the one one of the tightest talker riffs of all time. All right, because we're talking about police teeth. We'll listen to uh, some girl fight and then we'll play some. Um, Let's do the tape. Uh, I got to run upstairs in my bedroom and get that. Okay. Uh, we'll do that. Well, we only have a half hour left in the show. Flying by, baby. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna play some uh, girl fight and then we're gonna play some uh, bands that Wax Eaters playing with in uh, Urbana, Illinois. Champagne. Uh, Champagne Urbana. Actually, I think this place is more in Urbana. Is it? Eh, well, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, them it's teeth and Playing with War Brides and War Brides. Some other band on that show too. Rotter. All right, Rotter. Okay. Like Otter, but with an R. We'll hear two quick ones from uh, Girl Fight, and then those two bands. Play the one right before Fatalist and Fatalist because they flow into each other. All right, sounds good. Thank you. All right, so that would be Generation Dog Shit. Generation <laughs> Dog Shit. From Girl Fight's magnum opus, Real Spite, it's uh, nine songs, and it's like fucking eight minutes long. Yes, absolutely. It's the best. It all fits on a seven-inch. All right, we'll be right back to wrap up uh, none of the above. Corey Zimmerman in studio, Hello. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'm just a pop-up guest. Yeah, Always cool. It's like pop-up video. He's here to tell you who lit this video. <laughs> who, uh, who blew Peter Gabriel in the trailer? I don't want to talk <laughs> about didn't? it. <laughs> I have nightmares. Okay, <laughs> real quick about Peter Gabriel. No, is big let me t- guess. Yo, fuck Peter Gabriel. No, 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 <laughs> not yo, fuck Peter Gabriel. But I, that's usually where your things go. This is true. <laughs> but have you ever really like listened to the lyrics of the song Big Time? Uh, no, nope. I can't say I have. Is that song? Elliot, weren't gonna play some music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think Peter Gabriel might have like dudes, which is okay. But like, you might you be know, in dudes. Judgmental, Kyle. Digging a hole. All I'm saying is read those Digging lyrics and tell me it's not about a big dick. All right. That's all I'm saying. We'll analyze it during the Next break. Next thing you're going to tell me the Gigantic by the Pixies is about a big dick. Everything <laughs> Kyle's about big dick. Generation dog shit. Girl fight. <laughs> Listen to the uh, drums. It was the uh, guy that just called in. We'll be right back. Yo, fuck Peter Gabriel. <laughs> I'm 
going to hear some them teeth right now on none of the above.
Hey, that was a few by uh, a band, I believe they're from Chicago, called uh, Them Teeth. And we heard these songs, uh, uh, Packing a Rod, and White <laughs> <laughs> Whitewash, and Ham Slam. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait. Packing a Rod, uh-huh. Whitewash, and Hand Slam. Ham Slam. So, every single one of those songs is about jerking off, yeah? Could be. All right. Well, Peter Gabriel? That's all right. <laughs> Nobody's talking about Peter Gabriel, Kyle. <laughs> you missed it where the songs we just heard were Packing a Rod, Whitewash, and Ham Slam. Yeah, that's uh, maybe not the last one. Ham Slam? That could be something else. the old ham? That could be something else. <laughs> yeah, it could be, but it isn't. <laughs> and then we heard a uh, girl fight in there. <clears throat> Generation dog shit from the swan song, real spite and fatalist in there. And uh, the drummer called the show. Good to hear from him. What All right, f- what a fucking sweetheart. Gonna reset here. This is none of the above on Radio Nope, broadcast from Louisville, Kentucky, in ye old studio underground, the basement. Yeah, fifteen minutes left in the show. Sorry to Mets fans. Yeah. Sorry, bros. That's a, that's a bummer. Sorry, Blue Jays fans. I mean, Me. Yeah, that wasn't. Oh, sorry, Cubs fans. <laughs> sorry, Padres fans. Sorry, sorry. that was a clip from April twenty eighth. <laughs> They're bad, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> They're bad. Yeah. I mean, I'm just lucky enough to be in the position where I have that awesome Maroons T-shirt. Thank you, John. And I also have my Bo Jackson Kansas City Royals jersey. So either way, I had something to wear. Yeah, I got taco meat on my Marones <laughs> Mets t-shirt the first day I wore it, and it's ruined. <laughs> like, right, couldn't okay. get the taco meat stain out, so <laughs> thanks for printing non-black t-shirts, guys. <laughs> All right, everybody's Halloween uh, okay? Yeah. Doing yeah. some fun things? Yeah. Got drunk. <laughs> Nobody went to Cure Lounge? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. I did not go to one of the 28 thousand shows happening mm-hmm. on Halloween night. I was mm-hmm. so excited to not be playing a Halloween show for once and not have to sweat all, right. that, all that bullshit. I'm really bummed that we didn't do our Smashing Pumpkins cover band. God, it needs to happen. Where we just play the <laughs> Bullet with Butterfly Wings every song, even <laughs> though we keep announcing them as other songs. And then an encore of Bullet with Butterfly well, Wings. Well, I, I feel like I would pull a John Mulaney, right, and do like four Bullet with Butterfly Wings and then throw a zero in there. You need a zero. And then right back to Bullet with Butterfly Wings and then call it a night. Do but a false start zero. That's what you need. Bam, no, no. Ooh, 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 world is a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can. Gotcha. You could literally do that with every one of their songs. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, is this that wait, terrible wait for it? Yeah. The drunk Billy Corgan. This is nowhere near as bad as the Courtney Love thing, though. No, no. So Billy Corgan has like some weird Benjamin Button thing going on, right? Where he started off as a small baby and he's slowly turning into a big looking baby. Like six year old Billy Corgan's just gonna fucking like a giant thirty baby. He's almost there, isn't he? How old is, is this? Like from early in their run. This is ninety three. Okay. I believe this is from the Siamese Dream Chicago debut show. Oh. To, to, to be the fair. Metro? Okay. Yeah. At the Metro. Yeah. Let's be fair to Billy Corgan. 
To be fair, I have seen the video that the guys from Jack Buck took of us playing on my 30th birthday. Uh-huh. I, that's about what I sound like, too. <laughs> like, I'm just like, that's why they read. Like, ugh. That's all on YouTube. It really, it is. And I, we sound great. We're playing fine. And my voice is just like hacked. Doo-doo. Like it's bad. It's all right, though. In <laughs> <laughs> case anybody was wondering, uh, Billy Corgan is 48 years old right now. Already Currently. Currently. Tomorrow he'll be 49. So yeah, it's March 17th. As, as of this recording. Born in El Grove Village, Illinois. Put away the Wikipedia, dude. Yeah, it's we gone. don't. It's gone. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> we missed it. Caught him say it was in March, right? All right, yeah. We were talking out on the uh, the, the Studio Underground smoking deck about uh, Cahoots. Studio Above Ground. Oh, Cahoots. Dun, and, dun, dun. Right. So the bar that we've <laughs> talked about, uh, the bar that we've talked about many times on this show, it was the, uh, the rock bar for years. Cahoots, home of Tooligans. the floor Tooligans, yeah. <laughs> Tooligans, REM, Smashing Pumpkins played there. Fugazi played there. Chili Peppers played there. Which, played which there, Chili Peppers? Who's that? The Red Hot Nirvana? Chili Peppers? Yeah. Nirvana, really? Pretty sure. Green yeah. Day played there? Yeah. A lot of people played there. Was that Tooligans? Slutbanger played there? I mean, <laughs> all the hits. Trophy Wives. Trophy uh, Wives' first show with Elliot was there, I believe. Or was it the first... One stunning uh, the white pants. No, the first one that I played was that <laughs> one with the skull in Bloomington. That one there, the yeah, the wax eater leaving yeah. song one. And the beach that was October twenty third. Incorrect. So the cahoots one must have been right after that because it was a Halloween show. I'm pretty sure but it's also incorrect. You played uh, the basement of the Gators Mansion before that show. There's no flyer for that show, but that was the first mm-hmm. show I show with you. That's the show I met yet. Where you were, uh, it was in the basement of the Gay Dudes Mansion uh, back in uh, the 07 08 year. Wait a second. No, I'm pretty sure. Oh, maybe it was the Gol- when it was called the Goliad, but mm-hmm. it was that's that- the poster next to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Were those different dates? Yeah. Yeah, because this is October of the next year. The, that one, the one at the Bishop was the first one. For sure. Yeah, it was your band. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that, that I was, dude, I was there, <laughs> but you were partied out again. Uh, yeah, but Cahoots is uh, no more. They got in some trub. Well, it's only suspended for a year. Surely they'll come back, right? No, stronger than ever. <laughs> Sorry, could you not hear my eyes roll? Oh yeah, <laughs> I feel like they fell out of my head and onto the mic. <laughs> I'm waiting for the soundboard effects for that, dude. They're like the twin towers, man. Dunsky. There's one of I just rolling around the coffee table. <laughs> grab it, grab it. Here it is. Surely they'll uh, they'll bounce back, right? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I <won't> rock hard. <laughs> there was a lot of uh there's a lot of drug dealing on. Yeah. And, uh, there. It uh, wasn't even that. It was the un- they were serving underage people. I thought it was underage lo- people. It was a lot of things. That was never a new issue though. Yeah, but yeah, but where they were caught doing that is the problem. Yeah. yeah. Employees like, with drugs on them. Employees of that bar with drugs on them. Yeah, shit you not. You're going to believe this uh, crazy development, but it was uh, Cahoots bartenders with drugs on them. Which, it, here's what scares me, is now that uh, Cahoots is in the limelight, I'm sure these news outlets have been going on the Cahoots Facebook page and then scrolling down to the photos and seeing <laughs> me and Tony and a shit ton of pictures of me 
Louisville's number one up. Coke dealer. Is, <laughs> is there a photo of, uh, of you eating buffalo wings off the off the floor? No. <laughs> you mean snort, snorting buffalo wings you off were, the floor? You mean there were drugs involved in the floor buffalo wing incident? <laughs> I don't know if I'm believing this. Well, I made the Cahoots Facebook page because no one did. I'm yeah. just like, I'm, I spent like uh, a couple hours making that whole thing, typing the whole menu out. Uh, loading up pictures and stuff. Do you still get emails about shows? I, about booking shows there? I took myself off that. Uh, I do. Well, I mean, I took it off of my little uh, email app, so I don't see them anymore. Technically, I could still log in. But man, those those show requests are funny because it's like stand-up comedian, you know, female stand-up comedian with big shoulder pads like Paula Poundstone wants to play cahoots. And I'm just like, ha, 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 ha. Do it. Have that would be so funny. Booking it? Just going <laughs> ahead and booking it? <laughs> and then seeing what happened? <laughs> yeah. Throwing them to the lion's den? Yeah. <laughs> Saturday Night at Cahoots. Paula Poundstone impersonator. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> Jeff Dunham. Oh, dude, please. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I would go to Cahoots for that. Yeah. Just see that guy get beaten to death with his own fucking puppet. If it wasn't like stand-up comedy, it would be like some guys like Sturgill, Simpson, McGillicuddy, and the Hayseed Sack Race Band with the <laughs> four banjos. First of all, those first two words are an actual artist. <laughs> that would go see that. I know, that, that's helping me out there. A little T-ball. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Jumping off point. Because it does no more. Yeah. And, uh... I kind of feel sad about it. I actually really did want to play a show there soon as like kind of a a throwback show to the good old days. Now, when are they? When are they? We have to kibosh it January or something? No, it's already done. Uh, Halloween night was the last night they were serving. They're pretty much locked up now, and yeah. it's just I don't know if they're opening at all. Could anymore. potentially throw an all ages show there. They could throw all ages shows. I think they can still serve food. They just can't serve alcohol, and it's like. I don't know. Maybe maybe after like this media firestorm, the owners have given up. I don't think they've made a public statement as far as I know. Not that I've read. Yeah. I've heard from a little bird that Marsha, the owner, just told the ABC to go fuck themselves, the media to go fuck themselves. Literally said, go fuck yourself to these people. And uh, hmm. getting a bad rap there. Yeah. I heard when she was on trial, like the first time around, she just wore like, sweatpants and sweatshirt and then just sat on the 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 bench there and then just like kind of just gave half-assed answers and uh Eek. she's punk rock the lady is punk rock yeah she was always super nice to me and uh i think she loved me because i was nice and booked good shows there there you go mm-hmm. but uh we're, we'll pour out some beer here into the trash can, please. Not on the carpet. No, we'll we'll, and, ju- we'll just dump some wings and, on the floor, and then we'll lick it off the floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll just dump some wings <laughs> out for him. I'm gonna go make some Tyson wings, and then trip, and then they're gonna go all over my linoleum floor. <laughs> I'm gonna then... go do some hard drugs in your bathroom, Elliot. Sure, man. <laughs> now I'm gonna stand out, fight, uh, stand outside, and start a fight. That's this sounds like the perfect opportunity for Chris Maggio and Eric Snyder to f- scoop the fucking place up. And like, that would be uh-huh. amazing. Uh-huh. Now, now let me ask you this then: If you guys know, I'm obviously we're all lawyers. Uh, so yes. Now what? Now cahoots lost the license, right? Yes. Now in Bloomington, the way this worked was that liquor licenses were tied to the building, not the business. So in Kentucky or in in Jefferson County, now does that mean that cahoots the business lost its license? And if they chose to vacate that space 
and sell it to somebody else, and a person opened a new bar there, they could get a liquor license? Uh, anybody out there, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that the business has to have a certain license to sell liquor, yes. uh-huh. and the building has to have a certain license to house the business that sells the liquor. Yeah, in, in, Bloom- okay. in Bloomington, Rob, it's yeah. because they only had a certain they had a set number of liquor licenses that they would issue. And, and that is true. And that's why they still do that in. here. There's yeah, only a set yeah. number? But it's so much yes. greater. Like, in Bloomington, okay. uh, you know that Kirkwood, or uh, Kilroy's on Kirkwood, that company basically owned... With, like, all of them. Yeah. All of them. Well, so, there was a building right on, uh, right in downtown that was... It was used to be two bars. Yeah. One was, like, a venue show space, and the other was, like, a... It was a gay bar, and like, a dance club. They had, like, the cool disco floor from the 70s, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and there was two... So they had two three-way liquor licenses. Three-way being liquor, beer, and wine, of course. As opposed to a two-way, just beer and wine. Yeah. And Four ways with four loco. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, well, right, yeah. right. And so they had two of these three-way liquor licenses, and they were selling that building for $1 million, but 500000 of it was the liquor was license. the liquor license on that building. $250,000 per three-way liquor license, because there's a finite amount. There were this many, X many liquor licenses, and that's it. They would not issue any more. Right. It was like you had to, if you wanted a liquor license, you had to buy it from somebody, usually those assholes from Kilroy's. Yeah, private party. Uh, I yeah. think in Louisville, there's... Like a liquor license is probably much, much cheaper and easier to come by than in Bloomington. Right. You'd be surprised. It's pretty difficult I'm, I'm, from what I've heard. Like, I just know from working in restaurants and other places in Bloomington how hard that process was and how they almost had to go through this one company that monopolized yeah. liquor licenses. Like a liquor license here, I can imagine being about $100,000 for a three way. In Bloomington, they were charging like two hundred, two fifty. Yeah. Like an stupid. insane. And that was like a, that was like a deal. Yeah, yeah. They were Martin Screlling liquor licenses. We're like, hey, fuck you guys because we can. Um, but yeah, I really hope that spot does turn into something good. Did you say Martin Screlling? Martin Screlling. That's a that's a nice nice word. Yeah, I'm trying to start that. The Scarelli brothers and Ghostbusters too. <laughs> <laughs> no, they haunted that judge. <laughs> I tried him for murder. <laughs> Gave him the chair. I took away their liquor license. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your AIDS medicine. <laughs> no. But, uh, yeah, I really do hope something goes there. Mm-hmm. Because apparently, like, I only just moved here, but a lot of people have a lot of nostalgic memories for that bar. And a oh, lot boy. of great bands have gone through there. Sure. And, you know, like, since I've moved here, like, it's just been that bar you avoid. Like, I would walk on the opposite side of the street to avoid the crowds there on Saturday and Friday nights because people would be starting fights. People would just be people I don't want to deal with for any period of time. There was a good couple, like, four-month runs of me being there literally four nights a week, five nights a week, because they had, A, award-winning strongest pours in town. <laughs> oh, God. Hell, yeah. And the cheapest drinks. You could get a double bourbon and Coke. Take out the straw. It's an Elliot. Bourbon, Coke, no straw. Dollar uh, fifty for those Fuck things. Yeah, and you would like, how are they still in business? Yeah, we're talking about how they're not in business because it was Kentucky Tavern. They yeah. were, <laughs> they were not. They're not not in business because of their low, low prices. Yeah, excellent food for pub grub. The burgers, yeah. passable food. No, it was pretty good. Officially was, food. No, it was. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. I didn't mind it. Well, I mean, maybe I didn't have those special, special. Like floor juices. It seems like they had a, a dish a, specifically for me because it was called an eight ball and it was just fried cheese. <laughs> yeah, they had that for me too. 
Uh, Lord on high. I think they had eight balls for everyone. Yeah, they, they did. <laughs> they had fried. Yo, come and get our corned beef and hash. <laughs> Speaking of hash, real quick story. I <laughs> and things falling on the floor. There was a guy named uh, Rock. Dun, dun, I can say his name dun, because I'm pretty sure Rock is not his real name. No, actually, uh, I got a story about that guy. That guy actually got arrested for robbing a Circle K dressed as a woman. Now, there was two Rocks there. <laughs> he did. He did. Both African-American gentlemen. Um, he was, uh, he was uh, always yelling at me every time. Like, it's one of these guys that would, I think I did an impression of him on a former podcast. We're like, hey, big man. Hey, big man. You want to get a mash? And just go from yelling to whispering. I'm like, yeah, sure, man. Let's go in the bathroom. And he goes in the bathroom, busts out the hash, fumbles it in this thing the size of like a, an RPG dice, rolls on the floor. Natural it, 20. Natural 20. And he goes, oh, shit, man. Well, there goes my hash. Like, do you want any now? I'm like, oh, no, man, that's okay. He leaves, pick up the hash, take it home smoke it it's just fine yeah you're gonna light on fire anyway it, it, yeah exactly it who cares if it fell in probably like uh, an eighth of an inch of piss in the bathroom but <laughs> fire sterilizes that you think that was the same guy tony that like cornered me back i'm by your phone man oh god <laughs> was that quite guy? possibly <laughs> my phone but that's only happened to you once at cahoots i didn't live here uh okay. yeah i was yeah. here likely story rob once every other month at Cahoots, and something like shit like that happened every time I was there, but, you know, I only went there 12, 12 times. All right. Well, rest in peace, Cahoots. Um, who knows what's going to happen? Hopefully something peace, cool. Rest in peace, New York Mets. Yeah. This is... Oh, Jesus Christ. The Lynchburg <laughs> lemonade and all these beers and shit. I'm eating Starburst and shit. He's got a little treasure trove stealing his daughter's candy again. <laughs> oh, there's so much goddamn candy. Yeah, those Kit Kats that she brought down earlier. Yeah. Everybody leave with this. two handfuls of candy, please. No Get problem. It out yes, house. sir. <laughs> all right. This has been None of the Above on boss. Radio Nope. Thank you, Bobby Cold Drinks. Thank you, Kyle, apparently. Thank you, our fill-in uh, co-host here, Tony Ash and Corey Zimmerman. Thank you. Thank you, Callers Conan Neutron and Brandon Volkman, and we'll see you next week with a little something called uh, Radio Note and none of the above. Eat at Chipotle. Now it's time for so long, but we'll sing just one more song. Thanks for doing your part. You sure are smart, you know. With Bobby Cold drinks, and Kyle, and my dog, man, dude, we can do anything. That we wanna do. Okay, bye. See you later. Okay.